What's up, what's up? You are now listening to The Limitless Experience with Eric. This is a recap for the season four finale of The Shy, titled Raising in His Son. And as usual, I have my co-host with me today. Hey, everyone. It's me again. I'm glad to be back for the final episode of The Shy. So, yeah, let's get into it. Quick question, Ruth. Remember last week we were saying how we didn't know why they titled that episode Space Jam? Did you look at the title for this episode? Did you pay attention to it? No, but what's it called? Apparently every episode is named after a movie or something, so... Yes, this one is called A Raisin in His Son, right? So I thought about that, and I'm like, these episode titles have nothing to do with what's actually going on. So let me take a look back from episode uh-huh. one to see all of them, right? Okay. Episode one is Soul Food. Uh-huh. Two is Cooley High. Okay. Three is Native Son. Four is the girl from Chicago. Five is the spook who sat by the door. Six is Candyman. Seven is Black Messiah. Eight is Love Jones. They actually changed the title of last week's episode from Space Jam to Southside Uh With You. So that episode is no longer named Space Jam. I don't know why they named it that. That's strange. Very strange. Maybe she had some type of bill. Maybe it was, it was. It might have been an error, possibly. You never know. Or she had. Or, or or she had a conversation with LeBron or something like that. Who knows? But you're right. <laughs> All of these episodes are named after movies, and you know they're black, yes. pr- prominent movies. Yeah. So but I, I still don't understand the correlation. I don't know why either. I'm not sure, but um, that's. That's that. So, into this season finale we go. Where do you want to start? Um, well, I'd like to say I'm glad that Jade is alive. I feel like that was a prediction that I'm guessing we both had and we, we thought she might pass until last episode. With like, okay, you know what? She might have a chance of living. And it was such a relief, you know? I was like, wow. We actually got a positive outcome. And and I, I really enjoyed the fact that she's she's possibly gonna be around. Did you did you say that they renewed for another season? I didn't hear any news about a season five. Okay, it kind of even seemed a little bit like they wrapped up, like it could end there and then that would be it. If that makes sense, the way it ended. Exactly, it, it can all be over, and this is life for them, or there can be some type of new beginning for the season five. Like, they, the way they've left kind of Duda, he could come back and do all sorts of crap. But, yeah. Like uh, yeah. I, I think, um, and but yeah, Jada, Jada for me was, I think, I won't say the best part, but it was a relief. Because I was like, thank God. You know, she's still here. Um, I, I don't even think there was that much bad news. But, yeah, Jada for me was the best. What about you? Yeah, no, I was happy. I was happy that she didn't die. I didn't want her to die. <laughs> but I just thought that because of all of the happenings in this shy... I thought that uh-huh. this episode would be more action-packed as far as, not not necessarily action-packed. I just thought that we would see yes. at least one of the main characters, you know, die. Yeah. I think it's what was expected. I, probably everybody expected some kind of explosion or something that would make everybody, you know, like a tearjerker or like right. a gaspy type of right. reaction. But actually, we got the total opposite, which was a, a nice, peaceful, you know, it was kind of like, I don't know, what, um, how would I describe it? It was just Calm. peaceful. It was the calmest season finale of any show yeah. I've watched. Yeah. 
you know, if they say happily ever after, that's what that was for me. Like, right. That's another thing that makes me feel like it truly may be the end of the shy. I really hope not. I hope not. I hope it's just one of those things that's, you know, that they just wanted to give us a nice ending for once. But I feel like they they still have enough to continue. They do have enough to to, to string it into another season. They do. Like, they you know introduced I mean? new characters. There is a a couple of new storylines now, a few new storylines. There's like, room for character growth. Lene and Kevin, for sure. Duda, what's going on with him, right? Emmett, my man Emmett, man. Yeah. I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, maybe let's delve into, let's, let's delve into the tiff and Emmett. Like, I was shocked. I was shocked. Like, I... I don't even know where to start with this. Hey. And now, you know what? I, I, I give you full permission to hate Tiff at this point. Thank because you. I, Listen, I, some actors, right? When they go out yeah. places, they go shopping or whatever like that, and people see yeah. them, they react yeah. toward them as if they're the character. Like the they characters, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. I saw the actress who plays Tiffany, I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah. say some. I'm going to say some things to her, man. Are, is she insane? Yeah. What is wrong with her? You know, I mean, all that all that I thought when I saw that was the comedian was right. Basically, it was what he said that was manifested. Like, he said, my, you know, if it was his first wife, something like that, you know, just couldn't stop. So that was the end of that. And that's exactly what's happened to her and Emma. And I was so surprised because she asked him to promise he was never going to cheat. And then he kind of was... He was hesitant to say the words, I will not cheat. He said something like, I will be more aware of your feelings or something like that. I will try not to hurt your feelings, right? I think he's basically trying to say, I don't want to lie to you anymore. So I'm going to do my best not to be in that position again. I don't think anyone necessarily sets out to cheat. Right. If, you know, if, if, if we think about it. But I just, I feel like she's so far, he's basically created a monster. He did. He did. But that yeah. we're, let's start from the beginning, because when I started watching this, um, one of the first scenes, it wasn't the first scene, but it was one of the first scenes. It was Tiff and Dante. Right. So I started taking yeah. my notes. Right. And what I have written yeah. here is I was so excited when Dante said to her. What would you think if I left Emmett? Why would you do that? To be with your ass. We have like a couple anyway. No, we don't. We act like fuck buddies who don't hate each other. I like what we got. And what's that? I'm your nigga. What? So when he said that, what did you think? I think she wanted to be sure. Um, I feel like deep down, she, like we said, we, Dante was more of a boyfriend to her in her mind. And I think when she finally asked him and he gave her clarification, because I guess it's not something they ever thought to discuss. You know, are we, could we make a go of this? Could I ever be your girlfriend in real life? And I guess she finally asked him and he gave her an honest answer. I'm just not that guy. I'm not your husband. I don't want to be your husband. I'm happy with the arrangement we have here. And I think, I guess that finally clicked for her that well. Because if he'd said, yeah, she, it sounds to me like she would have considered leaving Emmett. 1,000%. She, she would have 1,000% left him. Yeah, and it makes me wonder, if Emmett was to find out that that was Dante's answer, would he still feel the same about staying with her? Because it's almost like her response and answer to him was based off Dante's answer. Right, Emmett is Basically. like second place right now. 
Yeah, so it's almost like she's settling. It's like, well, okay, I guess I have a husband. You don't want to be my husband, so I'm just going to... And it kind of looks like after he said that, she looks like she's kind of started something else with somebody else. So I feel like... I don't know. I don't know if she's still going to have that thing with Dante or not. She probably is, but it looks like she's now free to explore a bit more. Right, listen, there's no way... Let's say Dante did say, yeah, I'll be with you. There's no way Dante would have taken care of EJ the same way Emmett will. You know what I mean? That's Emmett's child. You don't bring your child around another man. That's very selfish. And relationships... The the relationship Emmett has with her and EJ, she she wouldn't have allowed... I think Emmett is a father to EJ, and he doesn't need another one. So I don't know how she was planning to make it work. So you're saying she would not have allowed EJ to come around Dante, so she would have left her son with Emmett and then did whatever the hell she wanted with Dante? Not necessarily, but I feel like... I I, I haven't really thought that deeply into it, but I feel like, you know, like you're saying, especially as women, I mean, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes. It's very difficult, especially for women, to kind of then meet somebody else because we're a lot more... Not saying protective. We have the kids most of the time. A man can decide to leave a situation, and he's he can start a whole new life without his kids, and come and visit as and when. Whereas with us, we always have to have the kid with us. So you wouldn't just allow any guy to be around your kid. So it's either that she would have continued that situation and just been dating or been been in a relationship, but maybe not moved in together. I disagree, and here's why. I've been involved with women who had kids, right? And depending on how much the, the woman likes you, she'll try to treat you as if you're the father of her kids. You know what I mean? So I, I just think that um, the, most women who would do that are probably women who may not have um, a father figure for their child. So you know, if I think with EJ, he already has Emma. So I don't think she's going to necessarily need Dante to play the father role to EJ. It's just you know, mommy's husband or boyfriend or whatever. So I'm just saying that's very, that's very damaging one to the child and two to the the relationship that you guys built. I mean, I'm not just taking Emmett's side because he's a man. Like even now, what do you think about what she's doing? It just seems like it's become like, like I've obviously never done this before, but it obviously seems like it's now an addiction. It's gone beyond her getting her own back on Emmett, and it's, it's now become a bit of a problem, I guess, because you know it was it, it started because she was trying to show Emmett a lesson, and I don't think it's about that anymore. It's about the fact that she started this, and actually she's kind of enjoying that she must get some kind of thrill or rush from doing this. Right, I think so. Yeah. And maybe she, you know what, maybe this might help her to understand where Emmett was coming from and the, the rush he was getting from doing this. Okay, so, but listen, Emmett's it, situation, he said he's done. We haven't seen Emmett yeah. cheat on her this entire season. And I was actually very happy when Emmett said to her, If I'm sick of this shit, who you want to be with? Me or Dante? I can't do this with you right now, Emmett. You ain't got no choice. I don't know. I'm moving on. Are you serious? She was eating pizza very early in the morning, early enough to say, I don't eat pizza in the morning, as if you don't have a husband at home as well as a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I guess 
because of their arrangement she obviously probably you know has discussions with Emmett about I'm going out and obviously I'm guessing they probably if it's in the morning I'm guessing Emmett does what he has to do for EJ in the morning so she doesn't need to be there because it wouldn't make sense for her to not be at home unless they have some kind of arrangement she she makes me very angry like how can you be actively and admittedly cheating and then be mad when your husband it's not some boyfriend in high school your husband wants to move on she said are you serious like are you fucking stupid <laughs> i think she just she wanted to have a cake and eat it i feel like she started something that she obviously never really thought she'd enjoy this much and the fact that i think he pushed her he pushed her to give an answer which was i'm moving out i'm going so she didn't want to really say yeah i want to stay with you but i guess in the in the grand scheme of things it makes sense to stay with him because first of all he's ej's dad there's no point in blowing up your situation because you want because let's be honest it's just sex she's not doing anything of substance it's just you know, a quick throw here and there, and that's it. So why blow up your whole situation? And I guess she felt frustrated into answering the question. Okay. I think I was a bit confused. I wasn't really sure. When she was flirting with Iman, I thought, okay, this is just a business thing. She's using it. Right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, I, didn't think, I honestly didn't think anything of it at all. And like, Iman, no to be honest with you, his name is Rob in the show, right? Rob, okay. he wasn't actually... 100% full on flirting with her. You know what I mean? It was casual. It, it was, was. Yeah, but it wasn't. Come on. It, she was making it. She was making it more than what it was. He was taking it. He was shooting his shot. Right. But that doesn't mean that she has to give in. Well, of course not. But of course, I guess she, she wants to. I just didn't think that it was going to go in the direction that it went in. I thought this was just a business thing. Right. She was just being extra friendly. And, uh, yeah. So when she got up, when she literally woke up in the middle of the night and got dressed, I actually thought, is she going to go to Dante's? Is she going for a glass of water? And then we saw him and I was like, no, no. And I, I don't know what this is going to do to Emmett. When he finds out, women, if I'm honest, are better cheaters than men. I'll be very honest. She can probably allow this to go on for a very long time. And he may never find out, but then he may. So Come um, on. What you think, what you think he going to think when he wake up and she not dead? I feel like because of I feel like they've been doing this for such a long time that she'll just spin something. She she will spin something, and he will believe that she gave her word. So he's not gonna. He might not second guess her. I didn't second guess her. <laughs> you know, I didn't second guess her. So, you know, I feel like he's gonna want to take her word for it, and he's gonna say, you know what, she said she's not gonna do this, so I'm gonna trust her. But Listen. I think what's gonna happen. I knew Rob. I knew Rob was gonna smash that the moment they met each other, and Dom was there, and yeah, they would. Were... That I believed it, but not after this conversation. Not after the conversation they had, choose supposedly choosing each other. Listen, but now I'm looking at it. It was flirtatious, but at the same time, business like, right? When Rob said I'm hands on, and she was like, "Well, don't be too hands." Some bullshit she was saying, flirting back, and it's like, "Yo, get out of here." Yeah, I think this will definitely change Emmett. I think once he finds out, it's going to be... I think for once we finally see Emmett, it, the roles have reversed. And basically Emmett is now Tiff once upon a time. You know, and this kind of stuff mainly happens to women a lot. 
you know, the men will just go out and do what they want to do. And then he'll just promise, I won't do this again. She'll say, okay. And then, you know, just goes around in, in circles. And I think it's only strange because now it's happening to a guy, you know, and a guy who used to do that at that. So I feel like that's the only reason it seems strange. But this is basically the position that Tiff was in with him in the beginning. And now he's the one that's kind of being taken for a fool. I don't remember to, I guess it just has to be understood that it happened. But besides Dom, right? Mm. When Emmett and Tiff were in a relationship, can you recall someone else he cheated on her like, with? I feel like they're trying to, I'm trying to remember when, I mean, I don't know if we go back as far as EJ being born. Probably not. So I feel like they just expect us to kind of. Just know, understand that like, Emmett him, is out here yeah, on the streets. Dom, you know, she made it clear that the whole, you know, everybody knew her about his, his his dick game so clearly people know you know so it's we just haven't seen and look at how many big mothers he has first of all how old are, i think ej is the youngest actually but again we never know if you know did he visit some of these big mothers did mm-hmm. he you know i don't know obviously keisha's somebody that he dated at some point so i feel like we, we haven't seen them but we're obviously aware that he had community dick at some point and that's just what it is Okay, so we can both agree that <laughs> is Tiff the most hated character now for us, or who is it? Uh, well, I'm not saying I've, I feel like I don't even know what to make of her right now. I, I won't say I hate her, but I just think, you know what, just let it go. Like, you should have just, but I guess she's she's thinking, she's thinking bigger picture. I'm not going to blow up my situation for my son. And in my head, I'm thinking that's the only reason. Because it makes no sense. It really makes no sense. Because she could literally just say to him, let's just not do this. I'm happy to just co-parent. And we can be friends. Because they obviously have a connection. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, she's choosing to lie. And I feel like the lie is part of the thrill. Because think about it. The moment it's no longer a lie is not as exciting. It was exciting, yes, because they've done it. But she she also had an incentive because she was hurting him. But I feel like most people cheat and when they lie and they're tiptoeing it just adds the extra buzz and the moment i mean remember emmett emmett just wasn't enjoying it anymore because it was like oh shit like this is this is is now an agreement that we have and i can smash as many women as i want but he didn't do it come on don't forget back in the beginning of the season how bothered emmett was by the fact that he was holding that secret and that he slept with Dom. Yeah, but I feel like that's because then he made the formal commitment. And, you know, that's why the whole thing didn't make sense because he proposed to somebody under duress. You did it, and you had just cheated. Like, the whole thing just made no sense. I feel like he did that to make himself stop cheating. You know what I mean? Like, if it's my wife, I'm less likely to go and cheat. But because we're just, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend type thing, it's easier for me to just go out and do whatever. But if it's my wife... It's a heavier commitment. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I just wonder, was the proposal made out of guilt as well? So the whole thing in general should have never happened. And I think that's where they went wrong to begin with. Well, he went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tiff is most hated for me. She's most hated, man. <laughs> Emmett deserves we, better. As, as soon as she did that, I was like, man, she's just giving him a reason. To you know, and I can't even fault you at this point. I can't say I hate her, but I just feel like just release the man, you know, release him because he did. You know, it's kind of hard to say he deserves to be because it's like, well, actually, you kind of turned into this person. But you know, I feel like 
don't know. Yo, at this but point, yeah, think, at this point, I, I, I hate like, Tiff. I hate, I hate you the most. I hate you the more than I hate her. So I thought. She first of all, I thought the top of our list was Gemma. Well, no, Gemma's redeemed herself, so she's gotten lower on the list. Why does she redeem herself? Because her father got his ass whooped. No, because she she, she could have ratted and she didn't rat, right? Yeah. Okay. But now it brings things into perspective. As much as I hated that she got with Jake and all that kind of stuff, actually, this worked out well because if she was with Kevin, yeah, he'd be going to jail, you know. And I feel like obviously the fact that she's in some form of relationship with Jake has saved the day because had she been with Kevin, she would have no reason to consider she wouldn't even know trig or you're right she, yeah, wouldn't, she wouldn't know she wouldn't this would have just been you know easy. actually when you think about it, it in my head i'm thinking would trig have been there because he was only there because jake was going to the thing with her so duda might have gone to the house by himself and he would have died so actually maybe that wouldn't have even happened there's so many things that make you know what if what if but think about it trig was only there because of jake Right. If they went together, she might Right. But you never know. Yeah. I mean, dude, I would have still been shot, right? And dude, I didn't trust anybody as much as he trusted Trigg. So maybe he would have okay. asked Trigg to accompany him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like then, you know, I guess that the, the feeling that he would have for Marcus, because he knows that's Gemma's dad and he's like, she, that's. That's you know he has a child. How can you do this? I mean, I feel like Trig is has got a lot more of, of a conscience than Duda has, obviously. Of course. But I just feel like it, it had played out completely different. I definitely think it worked out. The whole thing did work out. The fact that he was there, and obviously, I feel like she did it for Jake, knowing that actually, if I do that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in the position that I would be if my father dies. Right now, question. Maybe I missed something, but. What purpose did Shad serve? Yeah, I feel like, okay, um, he might have helped to maybe come and pick him up. Maybe that was number one. What you mean? Um, second, no, I, I don't. Pick him up? What you mean pick him up? <laughs> the medics did well, that. <laughs> no, no, not, not Marcus, but he had to come and get Trig. But I'm trying to figure out what, he maybe clean up, no, I don't know. Clean up evidence. I think maybe evidence because... What other reason would he have to bring him? They'd have to get rid of DNA, that kind of thing, because obviously the, well, even though they defunded the police, there's, there is going to have to be some form of investigation. So I feel like you know, Shard was there for something, you know, which was to help, was to help Trig cover his tracks somehow. You know? I don't think the writers thought well enough to to give us a valid reason. They just tried yeah. to throw him in there and say, ah, they'll they'll whatever deal with it maybe it was also to show that whole thing about him saying you, you know you put me in that position where i went to jail and i could have snitched and it goes to show again when he's in trouble who did he call he called shot he didn't call anybody yeah, but else what did shot so, do he did not do anything and we don't know at this point right but here's the thing when somebody gets their ass beat like that right the paramedics yeah. get called i think it's up to the paramedics to then call the police right at that point, wouldn't the police take a look around and say, we're going to need all of these video cameras, the footage on all of them? But then is it because they defunded the police? That's another thing. But then the ambulance is the police. I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's so the crazy the way they, they did this in the shot because it's like, wh where are the police now? You know what like I mean? The first thing they did 
do is go for the CCTV, right? Exactly, said. exactly. Well, I don't know. So that's what I was thinking. I'm not sure. And I was hoping you would have an answer for me. Like, what did Shy do? Where he was like, thanks for coming through, bro. And then Shy was like, ah, oh, no problem. And it's I feel like, like that's another thing that confused me. Surely that's the first thing they should have thought about after they did this. The CCTV. cameras, right? It's cameras yeah. all around that crib. Yeah. Right. So for Duda to do that and not even consider that there would be, even if, I don't know, like for a man like that of his status, he definitely has some cameras somewhere. Exactly. And why does he keep traveling around without security? Who, Duda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, it's like he stopped having security after he told Trig he needed more security. But maybe it's one of those things where maybe we just don't see the security and they're there, but they're like a few steps behind. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. So <laughs> speaking of Shad, who luckily, like Jason Weaver is the actor's name. I'm He's great. You know what I mean? Like if you're of a certain age, you grew up with him as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was actually glad they put him back into the show. And I'm not used to brought him in to do the Imani thing. That's probably why he was there. Exactly. To kind of bring him and Imani together. Exactly. I believe that 100%. And it's fitting that they did it for the season finale. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to... Did you get scared for a second, though, that she was going to get shot? I thought that guy that bumped into... Yo, that's... that's, Oh, my goodness. That's literally in my notes. So, before we get there, let's just kind of go in order with the situation, Mm -hmm. with uh, the conversation that... Shad and Trig were having with the guy named Mildred. Now, just yeah. give me a yes or no, and then I'll get into the why I'm asking you this, okay? Was the conversation that Shad had with Trig about the dude named Mildred confusing to you? Yes or no? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and here's why it's confusing to me. If I do not like you, You are somebody that I have bad memories about. Me and you were not cool. And then I find out that you're no longer here. I don't give a flipping, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. So how is it that Shad goes from saying, yo, this dude owe me money. I was in the car with him, but I didn't go in because I was a minor. He owe me money. He running around like he don't owe me. Then it's like, oh, nah. You know, he dead. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, man, what about all the good times me and him had? Like, that's not how my yeah, brain I think, works. I think death has a way of bringing out that in people. I think you can dislike somebody, but if you hear they died, unless they had a, a knife to your throat or whatever, then whatever it is that you possibly went through becomes trivial. Because it sounds to me like, you know, he also has you know the memories he's one of the first few people that showed him that he cared and that had his back so that's something that you never forget it sounds like he he doesn't really have much family he doesn't really have much people who care about him right from the beginning so even though they may have fallen out and they weren't the best of friends once upon a time they were and to hear that the person's like just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you want them to die you know and it does evoke feelings so i didn't think that was completely strange i just thought the whole conversation was you know, that was a long like, ass conversation. Yeah, like I think because I didn't know the character and all that, and I was like, "What's going on here?" You know. But um, other than that, I didn't think it was strange that he got emotional. I feel like you you do remember, even if you know. Imagine you met somebody that the love of your life. That person was the love of your life, but they could have hurt you. But once upon a time, maybe you were really happy with that person. But it doesn't mean that if you heard they died, you'd be 
you'd be happy about it. You I might, mean, you know, you'd still feel a little sad. As Meek Mill said, there's level to this, right? So there's levels yeah. of dislike. Me personally, I have for people. I can dislike you enough to where it's like, I don't care about what your situation is. I wish you the best. Have a nice life. Peace out, right? But then there's levels where it's like, yo, that dude crossed the line so much. I hope he go get his head blown off. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. and like. I don't think that guy did anything that was worth him wishing. I think he wasn't expecting him to to be dead though. I think I think he was taken aback by the news because he wasn't aware. Mm. I don't know if you know what I mean. Okay. It's something that was dropped into the conversation. I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know. So I, I do feel like you know when somebody does pass, even if you didn't like them, it does make you think, oh, actually. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I guess I need to do some self-reflecting on myself. Um, I guess I need to do some self... Yeah, because um, <laughs> I once told a, uh, somebody who used to be a friend of mine, he did something that he shouldn't have done to his homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't do that to me, dog. Like, I'm supposed to be your homeboy, right? So, yeah. we and we worked together. So, multiple yeah. times he tried to apologize, and he, he, was, tr- he was actually... Probably he probably truly was sorry because he was apologizing to me in the presence of other people. And he tried to do when, you know, when when we were like alone. But I just wasn't trying to hear it because it's like, dude, we supposed to be homies. You shouldn't have made this mistake. And, um, you know, I probably said something to him. I'm not going to repeat, but I probably said something to him that I shouldn't have said. And uh, the reaction I got from the coworkers I heard it was complete shock. And horror, and yeah. I was like, "Damn, am I am I a monster?" You know what I mean? But um, I, I kind of feel like I think it just depends. For me, I'm somebody who I don't think there's anybody that I hate that much. Like I feel like just in general, when people do things, I think I go into situations knowing that people are human beings to begin with, and that goes for everybody. Got you. I'm Look at that. Girl, that's once you know that's my children, my partner. Like even if you get married, I, I think once you understand that people are human beings, I think you also have to give people grace as if it was you. And I'm not saying that forgive the person and you know, you you can love people from afar. So there are people that I have dealt with that I'm like actually I don't want you in my space like that. Mm-hmm. And I forgive you, but I don't I don't trust you. And it's as simple as that. I'll say, "Hey, and I'm not somebody who will pretend. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm a very honest person. Right. But you know, people like forgiveness and all that kind of stuff. A lot of it is for yourself. That person, it really doesn't matter because most most people will go to bed, sleep, and just forget that they did that shit to you, and you're the yeah. one that's gonna be bubbling over. So and and that's what bothers me because it's like I take yeah. loyalty very seriously. So when yeah. you can try to betray my trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then yeah. I have to 1,000% completely disown you. I don't want you speaking to me because now... And I think, I think that's fair. I think it's fair to disown the person. But I feel like, you know, having any kind of feeling beyond I just don't want you around is a waste of time. I mean, you go, you have to go through the motion. Mm-hmm. You have to go through just what you need to get through. Because sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You might be upset and it might, you might need time to get to a point where you're like, actually... You know, because I, I have felt some type of way. I have felt resentment about, you know, I'm even talking like family members and stuff, but it was because of things like grief, you know. But once I got over that, I actually looked and I was like, I actually feel sorry for you, mm-hmm. you know. So I got to a point where, where it became more of a, a pity thing than anger. Gotcha. Anger was sparked by grief and just wanting to blame somebody for something, which I did think they were, you know, responsible for to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But then I also think that, you know, yeah, it's not serving me in any way. 
um, and I did keep those people at arm's length, you know, but right. um, now I can kind of be not around them, but I can kind of have a, a quick conversation and do what I have to do, and, and that's it. I'm not going to pretend, but then I think they understand that they understand my boundaries now, and right. they know that I probably don't meddle them in that way. But example, this is family, so I still have, have to kind of interact. But that's all it is—just mm-hmm. interact, being polite, and that's the end of that. But we're never going to go beyond, you know, anything else. Right now, yeah. Prior to this season finale, right? Did you see a sensitive side to Shad? Yeah, yeah, I did. When, when, forget you saw this episode, what about Shad made you think to yourself, that's a kind-hearted, sensitive young man right there? What, prior to this episode? Yes. Uh, uh, Nothing. Okay, that's my point. So, there was a lot of character uh, growth for him this episode because, for one, we saw the sensitivity he had towards Mildred, the dude that died, right? And then yeah. we saw him and Imani taking a stroll in what looked like a fucking alley. I don't know why they're walking through an alley. But yeah. nonetheless, there was a point that needed to be made, and they made it. The way they made us change our mind about Shad, that normally yeah. happens when the character is killed. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, yeah. he wasn't that bad after all. But then, boom, he gets killed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I actually thought that young kid that he slammed on the wall yeah. was going to shoot him. Yeah, it's because basically when he walked, right, he stopped, did he not? Mm-hmm, exactly. He stopped, yeah. and the camera showed him standing directly in the middle, almost back. as if he was about to retaliate. You know he what I mean? something, yeah. Right. I 1,000% thought there was going to be a death in this episode. I, like, think they, I think they did it on purpose. They definitely did that to make us palpitate a little bit, like shit was happening. But he didn't actually do anything. Because I'm, there's a part of me that thinks there's no way um, Shard is going to do what he did. And, you know, especially with that younger generation, they don't let go of shit. Easy, no, you know, at and, all. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of felt like for him to do that, him to walk away, he's paused. I thought we were going to have another another Ronnie situation and it didn't happen, thankfully. So I, I thought I wasn't sure if they were going to shoot him or Imani, actually, because I thought, well, you know, they obviously had... I don't know, some kind of feelings towards Imani or whatever. Somebody, so, I, know, thought, I thought I thought somebody was going to get shot. Yeah, somebody. I didn't know who, but I knew that I thought he was going to pull out a gun and do what he did. I think what they did there with Shard was to show that, you know, I think Imani did say, educate yourself. So right, she, she said that. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's what they're trying to say, because, you know, for somebody who's been to jail, he's been around probably... He's 1,000% seen an Imani in jail. Yeah, 100%. So I feel like, you know, it's just something that is kind of ingrained in... Well, I don't want to say an Oscars and not everybody, but, you know, from young, you know, people just think, you know, not saying they're not being open-minded, but it's just not something you're used to seeing and something that you, you accept easily. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, after Imani spoke to him and I guess he kind of thought about him and Trick's relationship and then he realized, you know what, it is what it is. You know? Exactly. He, was, said, he accepted it. And exactly. He accepted it. So like, like I said, they... They really showed us a more sensitive side to yeah. Shad because prior to that, we did not see yeah. anything of the sort. Yeah. I think it was just a reaction. It's just an embedded reaction that is supposedly how you're supposed to react, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and sometimes, as you said, there's a lack of understanding. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what my thoughts are on that because I haven't been in that position where I know somebody. 
who is like trans or whatever but at the same time i think i look at it from the perspective of i'm not gonna <laughs> judge anybody i'm not god you know right now we I'm can't judge yeah, yeah like i'm not necessarily gonna promote anything i just i feel like if i don't understand something i'm not gonna speak on it if that exactly you know so yeah now from there we're gonna go on to um trick let's talk a little bit more about trick he is like a really good example of a big brother to Jake. You agree? Yeah, 100%. So he made the decision to take Marcus St. John to the hospital instead of letting him die, right? That set a yeah. great example for Jake because had Marcus died, instantly yeah. Jake would have known that Trig had something to do with it. Even if he didn't do it, he had something to do with it, right? Then yeah. once Jake came home, and said to Trig, hey, listen, I told Gemma what Gemma. happened, right? And he said you did the right thing. Exactly. He's setting a good example for him because it's... I think that showed, that showed Jake as well that, you know, he is being genuine. And I, I, was, I, I was a little bit worried because I was like, I don't know how much Jake saw. I don't know what he thought about the situation. Mm -hmm. But um, it's good. I feel like it just goes to show that Trig does have a good heart and... He does really want, like, some of these people end up in the streets and doing certain things, not by choice, but that's just because that's all there is to make ends meet and, and to not go under. And it shows me that, you know, obviously if Trig has more resources and doesn't have to do those things, maybe he wouldn't choose that life. And also, as he said, he said, be better than me and definitely better than, than Shard. So right. like, in order for his brother to be a different kind of man, he has to set that example. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's, that's like, when I look at the whole situation, Gemma, that's where kind of I changed a little bit when it came to Gemma because she could have been the typical British, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this. And, you know, but I guess she had a, she, it's almost like they know Otis, they know Duda, and she knows that, I guess she, she obviously knows Trig enough, and maybe she did do it for Jake to kind of trust that actually, you know, I'm going to not take this further because I know that you guys didn't mean it to go in that direction right now you know, put yourself in the shoes yeah. of a 15 or 16 year old girl you're now Gemma she yeah. said she didn't look at it all she did was you know take out the uh the, the USB yeah. or, or the memory stick and give it to yeah. um Trig right she does she has no idea what happened if you were Gemma what would you have done if somebody beat your father damn near unrecognizable even though he didn't look that bad when they showed him in a hospital I bed. I, would, I wouldn't look because once you see something like that, it's not something you can get out of your head. The last thing you really want is to see somebody you love being pummeled into. So I definitely wouldn't have watched that. I thought like if I'm going to trust, I'm just going to trust and, and go along with it. But I, I would either hand it to the police and they can do what they have to do or I would do what Gemma did, but I wouldn't watch it. I would only watch it if the person had died and I wanted justice. But because she already kind of knows what's happened because of what Jake said, and, had, and if you notice, she said, they said he's going to live. Right. So it's almost like that vision she initially had was like, okay, he's still going to be here at least. And she so, knew and she knew that Trig was the reason he made it because... He was a lot, exactly. So for me, it's that thing of there's no point in me watching all this to absorb all this to, to give myself a reason to kind of just hate and, 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 and you know, so I, I don't know. I think she did the right thing. That's what I would do. I wouldn't watch. But had the person died... And yeah, maybe I would have watched for a reason. So you you would have given the memory stick to Trig anyway, not the cops. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But well, no, if if the person had died, it, it would go to the cops because, it, and especially when you're grieving, you would do things that you wouldn't necessarily normally do, you know. But because she knew, 
her dad was alive, it was like, I'm grateful that he's alive. And actually, because you saved him, I'm going to do this solid. Because if, even if, I feel like if she could do it in such a way that it was just Duda in, which she could have actually, because remember, Trig was threatening Duda. So it means he would have cut his part out, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I guess to a certain degree, he would be slightly um, implicating himself. Because, you know, I guess they'd need to piece everything together. Like how, who called the, the ambulance? The whole thing is a bit confusing anyway. But right. obviously he would have probably mainly showed Duda hitting him and then that's where it would have stopped. Right. You know? Like I said, man, I'm still confused about the law enforcement in Chicago because the dude was, he had his ass beat. There has to be an investigation, but is there not going to be an investigation? It also, it also depends on Marcus and if he decides to press charges and for it to be looked into further or if he gives any information because you know he has to cooperate and he might think he might be so shook by what duda did that he might decide i don't want to i don't want to talk I, yeah. I just want to live my life he might have stepped down you know at this point so we never know right now speaking of duda i thought that was very bold of trig to go to duda's house and demand that he leave like this dude literally just became the mayor he's making moves out here He's got. Yeah, but he literally has the power to destroy him. So you can walk in there because you know. Because let's be honest, if he had done anything to Trig, Trig would be smart enough to give somebody else a copy of, charge somebody. And you know, if he didn't come back, somebody would have released something. And I know that Duda is not stupid enough to do that. I actually thought Trig was wearing a wire at that moment because Duda no, literally admitted that. to everything. like you know and I, and I think what tracy said as well was important where she's like you know leave now where you know you've left a legacy and not legacy but everybody thinks that you're a good guy so you find a reason to step down and then just go and that's that rather than them finding out actually you've gone because <laughs> you know you tried to kill somebody basically so yeah but i don't think he was bold i feel like trink is a bold character in general i don't think he's somebody who cowards from he just I don't think he's scared of dying necessarily. I think yeah. he's he, he has obviously he has to be there because of Jake, of course, so he's careful. But I think he knew he had enough in his hands to be able to walk in there boldly to tell him to leave. He doesn't mean him any harm. He's basically just saying, Look, we don't need you as that leadership and I just need you to go. You know, whether or not he was gonna take heed or not, we weren't sure, but I mean you don't want people seeing that kind of footage. Right, but I don't know. I mean, yes, because when he threatened him as well, I was like, come on, like you're saying, yeah, in a minute I can call the police, but he can also release the footage. Then what? You're both in jail at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because in the beginning of the show, they showed scenes from the previous episodes, and Marcus said, "If you want to save your community, save them from him." So yeah. Yeah. he actually did. But I felt like Duda is uh, smart enough and also manipulative enough to have figured a way around actually leaving. Like, what is that going to look like once you give that to the press? Yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like they, they, they have left it open enough for him to make a comeback if he had to or to do something. Because obviously, I don't even really understand what happened. We see, again, all these characters that didn't weren't there all appeared. Rosalind came back randomly. I had you know, literally and, wrote in my know. notes, because this, this it was wrapping up, I had written in my notes, I'm surprised we didn't see Rosalind. And as I'm writing that, there she is driving him yeah. away. So everybody kind of makes a, you know, final appearance. Except you know, for except for Dom. Except for Lala. Yeah, she didn't need to be there. Yeah. I think, was she talking to her on the phone? I think possibly. I don't know. She had somebody, Kip was talking to somebody else. She was either talking to I, her or to um, Iman Shumpert. I just, I assume she was talking to... Um, Dominique, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So that was probably her. Um, but I think she's in something else. So she's probably too busy to be there, just to have a guest appearance. So, but yeah, everybody kind of made an appearance. All the adults came back. Um, but yeah, I feel like, like I said, looking at it in the grand scheme of things, I, I thought it was a really good ending. It was a nice ending. It was a nice peaceful ending. Like we just didn't. I, I feel like everybody always expects a finale to just be chaotic and you know, sad or emotional, but it was an emotional in a different way. It was emotional in the sense that, you know, like I said, when I saw Jada, for me, it was like, wow, okay, you know, she saw everybody who loved her. She's, you know, it looks like she might pull through. Um, I guess we see um, Nina and Dre possibly try to work things out. Right, I don't know. they got their stuff together. Um, we didn't yeah, see Maisha. Keisha has a boyfriend. Keisha has a boyfriend now. Right. Officially off, you know. And he um, now plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. We we didn't okay. see Maisha. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. I thought she was gonna no. do something to herself. No, I think. Oof, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't add that. It was just too much. They tackled so many issues this season. I just feel like you know it's fine if they didn't add that. Cause and and they still kept much. it under one hour, which I was kind of shocked at because yeah, I, I was, was shocked when I saw that. I was like, right. where's the rest of it? Exactly. everything in that you know frame time frame but they, they did what they had to do i guess but again they've done it in such a way where it's i don't know it, i think it's open enough to be continued right and if it was to never come back it would be a, a good enough ending i mean you said you liked the the ending how peaceful it was um it was cool i like the fact that they wrapped up a couple of storylines but i felt like we should have saw other things happened is there anything that happened in this episode that you would have changed or are you happy the exact way it was change i mean i feel like it should have been a bit longer maybe as you said to wrap things up without them being so abrupt mm -hmm. and like i said where did uda go where like it was he went somewhere then he was in the building then i saw Rosalind. which I, I don't know what happened there i yep. just saw her in a car right and then they were somewhere else no idea what that is and it looked Somebody, like he had a beautiful apartment very somewhere very nice like you're just yeah. gonna give all of that up like i gotta i gotta physically yeah. leave chicago i can't just step down and continue living here like what what do you what, what do you mean leave yeah i don't know yeah. And as violent and as menacing as Duda is, if this was like a yes, movie... Don't forget that, that the evidence he has is enough to put him away. So as, he can be as violent as he wants to be, but there's evidence that you tried to kill somebody. You're going to how, many different, how many different people could Trigg have given this memory stick to? You don't know that. You just don't know. He said himself he's Gemma, got the... Gemma could still have a copy. 
Okay. You never know. At this point, he's vulnerable and he doesn't know. He, he already doesn't trust anybody. So the fact that there is this USB or something somewhere, you can't take that chance. How about I take out Shad and I take out Imani and then Gemma and Jake and even Kevin will fall in line because they're kids and they'll see people dropping like flies and they won't dare open their mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not that simple. I feel like something like that, he gave him an ultimatum and said, leave now. Like, he, it wasn't even... So even if he, there's a possibility he could come back, I just mean, in the meantime, he has to go and think of a new plan, basically. I so it's not gone for good, but it could just be... You know, you've already been shot by one person who wants you dead. Um, Brandon's mom, and then you know you don't trust Rosalind, but somehow she's picking you up again. Supposedly, right. I don't know where she's taking him. You know, and then Tracy hates you. Um, somebody that I thought he may love, I'm not sure. I feel like there was an ounce of something there, and then he lied to her sadly, and she was like, "F you." Right. You know, she's cold. I'm not gonna lie to you, but um, yeah, I feel like he's he's in a position where he hasn't actually got anybody, and the only person he has has a recording of him trying to kill somebody like he just has to leave at this point he might come back but maybe not as a mayor maybe to come and seek revenge in some way or the other <laughs> but realistically he doesn't have not anything to lose but what would he get from that no incentive okay uh i just don't like that somebody of his stature somebody that's as powerful as he is was finally yeah. defeated you know what i mean it's kind of like yeah. when james st patrick got killed it's like that's how you going out that's how he went out. Like, I was upset. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. So you wouldn't have done anything different? No, I, I, I felt like it was nice. I felt like I wasn't expecting that, and that is what I got. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, well. You know, I do yeah. hope there's another reason to be able to kind of um, give us a bit more. But, right. again, if it did end the way it ended, then it just is what it is. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if I had a say in it, this is what I would have done different. Nuck, what did, like, he, like, disappeared, right? He had this trap house with um, the sex workers and dealing the drugs, right? When you're making that type of money, you don't just go out easily, right? So I would have had more of a explanation of how he took what happened, right? And and what he would have done. Um, I would have had Dante and Emmett meet each other. Somehow, some way, even if they got into a fist yeah. fight, this is my wife you're talking about. We got a kid together. You know this. You know me. I know you. Like, we got to meet. We got to talk face to face, right? And um, yeah. last but not least, Maisha. Um, how yeah. is she dealing with that situation? So that was yeah. kind of left open, but that's about it. I mean, if, if I got a I grade. Like I, I feel like the reason why I didn't mind is because I thought, well, actually, if those things haven't happened, then we have another season. So right, 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 right. If they bring everything in and they tie it up completely, then that's it. It's done. So I feel like the fact that there's still mystery behind a lot of this stuff, it means that, you know, they could come back and give us something completely different. So, you know, I, I am excited to possibly get another season. I mean, by now they should have told us if they renewed it or not. But right. The news should have definitely been announced, but I haven't heard anything about it. It's not on Twitter neither. I need to find out why. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So um, that's about it. Um, did you have anything yeah. else to add? Oh, I was actually going to say, if I was to grade the season finale, I would give it a B minus. Mm. Yeah, probably the same. Yeah. yeah. Cause I it, think that's fair. I, for me, I'm just so used to more action in a season finale. Like, 
It's very oh, unique. Uh, one thing, one thing, actually. Kevin cutting his blue tips off. What was that about? Is it a thing of he's no longer going through certain things, so he's cutting his hair off? I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I had to strain to see it. Like, some some scenes, it was more obvious than others. But I, it was I, growing out, basically. Right. It was I, growing out. Right. I guess the message there is... He doesn't have to change who he is to make himself more, I guess, appealing to uh, Lene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, how do you feel about her situation? She's moving in with Kevin. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was quite easy. For, like, was, is it that simple to have people come to your house and say, but I guess. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was a nice gesture. I think Dre obviously just related to her. Right. And, you know, I think saw herself in Lene and is trying to make a difference. I feel like Dre does kind of come across somebody who takes people's burdens. Like, look at Jada. She takes a lot on more than, not more than she should, but she thinks about people a lot, unlike Nina. Right, so, right. I'm not surprised she did. It no? makes sense yeah. that she's actually a counselor, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she actually does yeah. care for people. And you so, need people like that. Some people do it as a job, and they don't actually have that. I think there's, there's pros and cons to being that emotionally involved situations because, you know, that there are really bad situations, and if you do let them penetrate, you know, you will struggle because, you know, every day there's something else. But I guess she's good for the job because she really cares. So, you know, you can trust that she's going to do the best she can to give you the best outcome. But then it does possibly affect her home life. As we've seen, you know, Jada affected her home life. Now, Lene's in her house, you know. Right, um, right, right, right. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so... If there's a season five, I definitely will be watching, but we just haven't got the announcement yet. Um, but yeah, like I said, B minus for this season finale. Uh, more action would have been better for me. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, may maybe a death. I actually had a Twitter poll and said if there's a death, yeah. who would it be? Um, yeah. And a lot of people seem to believe that Marcus was going to pass away from, you know, his injuries, but... He didn't. Yeah. So, um, like yeah. you said, there's a lot of storylines open. They gave us a lot of light this this episode. There weren't any deaths, not like that. Right. There was a lot of reconciliation. There was a lot of learning, you know. So, I, I thought that it was pretty good. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That was it, man. The great, great season overall. Great season overall. Yeah. And um, I look forward to whatever happens next with the shy. I think we need to go and find out if it's being renewed or not. That's what we need to do. So. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, thanks for doing this recap with me today, uh, Ruth. Yeah. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Hopefully we can do this again. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Spread love. Peace out.